Yeah, now I see you. Much, much more better. Yeah, absolutely. What's up, bro? Good to see you. Man, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you again, man. How's it hanging, man? What's happening? Not bad, man. Just recapping, you know, just got back from Forbidden Kingdom and stuff. It was a good time. That's actually good to hear, man. You know, it's been a while since we spoken to each other, you know, and like a lot has happening, man. And I just want basically want to cover up some of the stuff and do a small recap with you where everything that's happening and you tell me your perspective of what's going on and everything, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Forbidden Kingdom was a dream come true, dude. The festival is so sick. So many good friends and stuff like that reuniting. Like, it's good to see all the friends from around the state come like together for one place, you know? How many people were showing up for the local stage? Oh, I mean, I had, I, it, like, you know, they come and go as they're passing by, but mm. at one point there were like probably at least like 150 people there. That's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. And for some of the sets, like, they really packed it out. I'd say the most probably had like 200 some people there at once. Damn, that's fucking fire. That's good to hear. I'm happy to hear that like, all the local homies, man, are getting the love that they deserve, man. Yeah. FK really showed love to all the like locals and stuff like that. They did it right, definitely. And there, there was no mishaps with the technology, no mishaps with the equipment, no rain or any of that stuff. Yeah, no, the weather was perfect. You know, like transitioning from artist to artist is always kind of interesting, you know, the way people use effects on the CDJs and stuff. But like mm. uh, nothing like n the music never stopped playing, you know, it was just all it was pretty smooth overall. Oh, man, that's actually good to hear. So could tell me all about your experience on Forbidden Kingdom. Like, did you only stay for that one day that you performed? You stayed the entire weekend. What was it like for you as a local artist, you know, coming up and seeing all these people playing? Oh yeah, no, I stayed all weekend. You know, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna miss Forbidden Kingdom. That's like the home festival. Oh shit. Yeah. So I had a bunch of friends like flew in from like Atlanta, like Chicago, LA, all over the place. So like, yeah, you know, like walking around seeing everybody and like seeing all of my friends that are like playing like time slots after me or the next day or mm. stuff like that. It's like it's a surreal feeling, you know, walking in and being like, I'm a part of this festival, like putting on an experience for all like the people attending. It's a good feeling. Now, as a as a local artist that's trying to come out, you know, what are the f goals that you set yourself in motion that say like, all right, since I'm gonna be performing for Betty Kind and I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna, I'm no, I'm gonna see artists. What are the goals that you set yourself like? All right, I'm gonna do this. You know, like I just like to like. It's always good to like talk. Like if you see if you run into someone like you know like that you may be inspired by, or, like mm. you may run bump the shoulders with someone. You know, just like some people overthink it a lot you know you just got to treat them like you know treat them like every other person but at the same time show respect but like you know they just want to be treated like everyone else you know it's good just to like vibe just shake their hand you know it's really good to meet you you know like hope you're having fun how's your weekend been you know stuff like that did you match to have any networks any any people that interest you they say like oh good good thing that i met this guy yeah i mean like i don't know exactly where any of it'll go but like yeah, I introduced myself to like Ominous and Hole I met. They were super genuine people. I saw my buddy Sweet Tooth over there and J-Moss, a couple of my boys from LA. Hey, Sweet Tooth, that's the homie. Yeah, yeah. I ran into him a couple of times. I'm good friends with him and his girl. So yeah, it was, it was cool. You know, like just people you don't get to see very often that, you know, like just like, hey, you know, good to see you again. Keep me in mind, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. I'm happy to hear that, that you had, yeah, you, you had yourself your entire full experience as a full-edged artist coming in there, do you have any, like, any goals that you set yourself, like, for next year? So it's like, well, this year I did this, but next year I'm going to be doing this. 
Oh yeah. So like this year it was the art car, you know, like the dragon stage mm. next year. I'm like, okay, I'm either getting in that warehouse or I'm getting on one of these opening, like, you know, bigger stages. Like mm. that's the goal definitely is to keep moving up throughout, like, you know, like this, the status of the festival, which stage I'm at, you know, that's very good. Um, and then in talking about your set, like what what are the songs that you actually played on your sets? Like, do we have any ideas of yourself that actually said, like, you know, I'm gonna be playing a lot of my songs, I'll be playing a lot of my homie songs, or it was just like a mitz bag or a little bit of everything? Oh yeah, no, I actually I unveiled two of the tracks off of my new EP I'm working on for the first time there. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, oh, there were a couple there were a couple Doug tracks in there, and then. You know, I played a couple of the homies songs, like my boy, uh, my boy Scoots out in LA, Jay Moss, you know, like I always try to put in like the homies music because like, mm -hmm. you know, give them their music a platform because they all deserve it. You know, everyone's so all my friends are so talented. Like if I have a chance to play music for people, I want to share my friend's music as well. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's always good to to have that general um, friendship with other artists with like minded, you know, because. I think like one of the things that separates you and separates others from everyone else is that you're technically supporting each other and helping each other grow together as a community. And by doing that is playing your own music and playing your homies music. So you're yeah. not literally, I mean, there's not a, a written code or rule that says like, oh, you know, if you're cutting up, don't be playing the Zomboy track or don't be playing a, a Fizzle track or don't be playing a Monst track or something like that. There's no unwritten code, code about that. It's like if you're a DJ and and you love Zomboy and you know there's this song of Zomboy, it's fire. You know it's going to kill it on your set. Just go for yeah. it. But I feel like I feel like because you're not in that level yet, I feel like it's much more appreciative and much more you know, unique if you put out more of your own music and more of your own homies music. Exactly. Unique's definitely a really good way to put it. Like, I didn't use a single song from anyone else on the lineup for my entire set. That's dope. All the stuff was straight underground, like, you know, me and my friends' music and, like, just stuff I found from, like, people in the UK and stuff. Mm. Like, yeah, so basically, most of the, like, for most of it, there wasn't a single track that you would have seen from anyone else, like, on the lineup. I didn't try to use none of their music, you know? That's good. That's Fresh, good, man. Bro. You're going to hear their music all weekend. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're going to listen to it, you're going to listen to it, you know, while they're there in the sets. But, you know, if you want to listen to something different, unique and something that's coming up in the horizon, hence you and the rest of the locals, you know, obviously, you know, you'll put out your own shit, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And do you have you ever experienced like anyone that has been playing any of your songs, whether it's in the local or in the main states, have you heard of? Yeah, actually, so I didn't get to hear it in person, sadly. But um, after FK, it always my happens. Constant, my buddy concentrates. He's uh he's in Denver. He play. He I sent him a couple of my tracks because he sends me all of his music. He's super talented. So I sent him my EP like just like two three weeks ago, mm. and he played one of my unreleased tracks at Bass Ops in Colorado. With, oh, he was, yeah, he was, oh, <laughs> yeah. direct support for Al Ross, and he's like, dude, I dropped your track out last night. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yeah, that's the first I've heard of someone officially doing it. But yeah, it was that was a huge moment. Like, yeah, that got some butterflies in my stomach. Oh shit! Congratulations on that, man. Thank you. Thank you. That's that. I, hey, coming from someone like me, like, there's no other feeling that to hear that you know, and a 
an artist that you know that you may fuck with, you know, be playing your songs. You know, my first time was um, Adventure Club playing my song that was a collaboration with Big and Slim. Oh, shit. That's crazy. And they, yeah, and they Club, that's big, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, that was huge to me yeah. at the time. And they played it. The homies, too. They're great guys. Oh, shout out to Big and Slim, man. For they're, real. Shout they're out good. They're the good ones, man. And yep. yeah, no, like we found out because of a group chat when when I was part of Apex at the time. Yeah, we were they were talking and then people were saying, hey, have you heard that Wilson's song got played by a bench called Lollapalooza? Oh, it was a Lala too. Wow. Yeah, no, it was a Lala. And I looked, I, I, when I saw the test, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I just played it. I was like, yeah, I know. Right. Crazy. <laughs> and, I, and then as soon as I, I went to YouTube or, or I don't remember where I went to, but I, I know I Google searched like Wolfson and Biggest Link track, Granada. And then in one of the first ones popped out is Adventure Club playing it on Lollapalooza and another festival in Chicago. I'm like, that's crazy. Dude. Adventure Club too. Like that's, you know, they're big up there. That's, yeah, some OGs. That's crazy. That's wild. And I yeah. happened to open them up that same, that same year that I, that I found out. Lucho, shout out to my our uh, Lucho shout man. Lucho, yeah. That's the homie, man. Yeah. Shout out to him. He said, like, hey, I heard that. Adventure Club play uh, play one of your songs. I'm a, I'm gonna do you one. Uh, I'm gonna put you up for for the after party of Windwood Fear Factory. You're gonna open up for Adventure Club. I'm like, dude, Apex is a great. They were dude. That was the prime back in the day. Like yeah. not even back in the day. Like you know, even a couple of years ago, they've done so much for me too. Like just overall good people out there. Absolutely, you know. And I I I've well, I can say that I tell people like don't. Don't sign off to to promoting companies now. Yeah, I rather than to like if you're gonna focus like on promoting and promoting yourself because they give you the the dream, you know, the sellout dream. Um, you know, yeah. we'll put you up in the lineup. You you might as well end up doing focusing more on your craft and on your music than exactly. on you do on your promoting because that's much more the the right way, well, genuine the, way to go. About yeah, it. exactly yeah. the genuinely yeah. way. I've never, I've never sold a ticket. They, I just kind of like, they kind of fell like into my lap basically, you know, like I, yeah, like I didn't, I wasn't a promoter for them. I just got, I got a chance to play at Treehouse uh, like 2019 for Funk Case. And then after like that first show with them, like I was invited back, like, you know, that's good, like, man. Two months later, three months later, then I became a resident at Treehouse for the last like two, three years. That's so, good. That's good, man. So, like ever since then, they, yeah, they just like, they kind of picked up on me and then, it just took off from there. That's good, man. That's good. And 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 and, and let me clarify this. I have nothing against um Apex or Lucho or Pepe. Like all they've done uh, over the years is being great it's people important. and support me all the way. And they put me on the map and put me on um on the shows that I wanted, you know. And I demonstrated my hard work out of it, you know. Fortunately, yeah, my brothers, dude, I could never say anything, but I have nothing bad to say. No, to of course not. Those are the G's, man. Those are my yeah. G's, man. More, Lu more Lucho because Lucho, I, I worked, I used to work very, very close with him in the early days when, when before it was transitioned to Apex, it was known as committee events, you know, and, and it was around that time that we started to like fade away from committee because of life of color and their shitty shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that you know Lucho went on with Apex and then 
I became one of his few right hand people on um, the street promo. And yeah. I was I was his guy. I was his guy. He told me, hey, are you down to go to Tallahassee to 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 do uh, street flyers? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, I got I got nothing, nothing to say. But I, I, yeah, I, I really wouldn't be where I am without those guys. Like they've done so much for me and I love the hell out of all of them. Same over here, man. They're great. Great. Good people, man. But I but as I as I am right now and I look back at some of the stuff that I did, I do wish that instead of spending like over 500 hours of my time on street promo, I could have spent that 500 plus times on making music. And maybe yeah. if I would have done that, I would probably be a little bit more far off in my career than I am right now. That's but that's playing the what if scenario, yeah, you know? What if stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's that it's one of those few things that, you know, maybe things could have been different. Like, we don't know there's no regrets. Life too, yeah. You're always going to be like, well, what if I could have done this? And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's the past is the past. You can only do what you want with your life now, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. And and mind you, like, at that time, I didn't know any 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 better. Like, I, I, I was new in the town. It was a way to get your foot in the door. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was like the only way for myself, you know, to open the doors in the industry and meet up with people, meet up with the artists, the managements, agents and festival runners or whatnot. That, to me, at that time, that was, you know, the only way for me to get it. You know, I didn't see music, you know, as the viable as it is right now for me to get my my feet wet in the industry, you know. Yeah. But now that I know and now that I know that things are much more different, now I feel like, oh, man, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I first came into it, too, yeah, like I was I wish I would have started producing before I started mixing. But, you know, like everyone, like it's so much easier to just grab a deck and start learning how to. Do yeah. That. And then I was like, I was putting out stuff and I was getting like, that's actually how I got. I landed my first booking with them at Treehouse and stuff like I sent Pepe a couple of my stuff after like we talked about FK and everything. Mm -hmm. Like one, I was just a fan at the time. And then I sent him some stuff and then he was like, do you know how to play on CDJs? And I was like, nope, not yet. <laughs> and he's like, well, learn and let me know when you, when you figure it out. So I would drive, I drove like 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back to Guitar Center every day after work for like a month straight. And then I hit him up and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I'm like, what do you, what you got? Like, I'm ready. Whatever you want to throw at me. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'd only played like one small show in like Tampa and like a couple little like Fort Lauderdale things. And he's like, all right, you're opening up for Funk Case November 21st. I was like, I was like, my heart almost stops, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like, damn. Okay. I'm getting thrown into the fire right now. Just like that. No, just. Yeah. Literally. He's like, all right. He's like, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll open Treehouse November 21st for Funk Case. It's like 2019. And I was like, okay, I dude, I practiced my set. For like, it was like my first real set. You mm. know, so I would come home from work every day and practice it until I fell asleep, like just to make sure I had it down pat. And then, like after that, I kept get, I got invited back again. And then, you know, like we started this whole residency thing. And then, yeah, before COVID and all that stuff, and even a little bit after COVID, you know, it's Treehouse was the home, and Pepe and all those boys were like, yeah, they were they did it for me, really. That's fire, man, and. But that's when I also, yeah, I was saying, yeah, I learned to mix first. But then after I started getting, you know, into these shows, I'm like, okay, I need to start pumping out some music because mm. I got some ideas now. And then that's when I got thrown on a doll, you know. 
But I wish I would have started with my having having my own music to play when you come up, come out of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always that's always the best way to go, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I I wish I had that mentality back then when I started out as well, you know. And and I've been DJing for over a decade, man. So like that was I never knew any instruments or any of that. I just know I love to DJ and that was yeah, my thing. I can't play an instrument for shit. You put a guitar in my hands, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, so exactly. I can play like smoke on the water. No, yeah. I, and I was the same. Like I wanted a DJ. Then when the whole EDM circuit uh started to pop off even more back home in Puerto Rico, that was Back in 2010, 2011, um, I wanted to be there. I want to like shit. I want to play in this festival. That's fire. Just playing house music and shit and whatnot. Oh, dope. Yeah. What is it that I got to do? Oh, you got to make music. Oh, great. <laughs> You're like, okay, here comes another three months before I. Uh, yeah. There's, there's Yeah. There's, you, you can get like, I mean, I give all of like, you know, the dubstep DJs, like the rhythm DJs that like, have made a living off of strictly DJing like that. That's incredible. Like it's so impressive to have, like be able to like hone that skill well enough to where like people don't expect you music from you. They just are come to see you mix other people's music because yeah. they're better than you, you know, like that shit's that's hard to do. So like to do that, that's some major props. Absolutely, man. And, and I started to see like shit, bro. Like people really fuck with it when I'm DJing. It's like, how much they will fuck with if I if I put out my own song? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like so like DJing did help kind of build like a structured fan base. Yeah. Then like, you know, for Moon, I finally started making music. There was already numbers being presented because I already had fans from like mixes and stuff like that. So there's really no there's no right or wrong way to go about starting out, but like, you know, it's just one's different than the other. It's just how yeah, you know, it's just not linear. You could you can yeah, up, you can, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, you can do that shit overnight, whether it's, you know, your song or your mix or whatever. That's the cool thing about the industry. Something that I learned over time is that um, there isn't a right path. There are better paths, but there isn't a right path to be out there, to be successful. How to, to, yeah, or, how to get there, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, there's, it's just that, it all depends on your journey. It all depends what you're trying to reach. And it all depends of how hungry you really are, you know, and you feel like this is something that you see yourself every day doing it without a flaw. Then, you know, obviously this is your thing. Like you should be doing this every day, you know, but if this is how, a, it's how committed you are. Yeah. yeah, it's all about how committed and how dedicated you are, how patient you really are. And Patience how, definitely key. I don't remember. I saw like a tweet or like a while back. I don't remember which house artist. I think it might have been Dom Dalla or Dom Bresky, one of them. I know it was a D. One of them, they were like, dude, I was like a bedroom, like, you know, art, like I didn't blow up until my late 30s. And now I'm like headlining. I don't know if it was Dom. He's been around for a while, but like. Dom Diablo? The, yeah. What, like a big house artist I saw, like it was a while ago and it like resonated with me. They were like, dude, I didn't, nobody even knew who I was until I was like 35 years old. And now I'm traveling, touring all over the world. So I'm like, damn, like, it does, yeah, like, if you're really committed to this shit, it may take longer than some kids, you know, there are kids blowing up at 18 years old right now, and then people that are blowing up that are just turning, like, 35. Like, it's not, you, it, it could happen at any time. It's just how committed you yeah. are to actually making it happen. 
Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, look at me. Like, I mean, my I'm already in my early 30s and I'm starting to pop off with my podcast right now, you know, and it's yeah. and, it, and we're still in their baby stages. You know, we're still in that still got a few more years, but little by little is getting there. Yeah. Cascade was the other person that, that was with that. Cascade didn't start his career until his mid 30s, early yeah, 40s. And that's where look where Cascade is right now. The dude, the biggest in the yeah, biggest in the game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about patience and working extremely hard and be very consistent about it. You know, never stop doing it and knowing that, you know, the risk and the investment that you're willing to put out. Exactly. And um, yeah, being humble overall. You gotta be able to picture yourself there, you know. Like if you can see yourself on that stage playing yeah. thirty thousand people, that's what drive. That's what should be driving you. You know, like you just can't lose sight of what you're aiming towards. Exactly. Hey, I I, I did it. It yeah. it only hey what many people been doing it for years. I did it less than six months. That's what. I, that's what I would love that to happen. Yeah. Because hey, as soon as I was a new cat, I didn't know anybody. I all I do was just street promo. And six months later, I ended up opening for Yellow Claw and then playing at Life in Color. And there was people for me that been working with them for for years, and they just got their time to yeah. open on these shows. And I'm like, a lot in common about that. Yeah, because I came down here from Chicago like four years ago, 2018. I moved down here. I didn't know anybody. I was barely like, I was just getting my feet wet in the scene, you know, and stuff like that. I was just going to like local, like the hideaway shows, yeah. like local, local rhythm stuff, trying to like learn from them and like stuff like that. And then flash forward to like, you know, 10 months, a year later, I'm playing for Fun Case in Miami, you know, after like just going from knowing literally not a single soul down here to having like, you know, that shot with all these guys and stuff like that. It's great. And then to go into play FK the year after that. See what I mean? Like it all, it all, it all shows like how hungry you really are and how much you really want it, you know? Yeah. I just got a shot. Like I wasn't a promoter or anything. I just sent my music, you know, I, I got in touch with the right people and they just gave me a shot. And as soon as I got that shot, I knew I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to let myself down. I was going to take it and run with it as much as I could. That's pretty good, man. That's way better than how I did it. You know, I was hey, a promoter I mean, like, first. There's no, there's no wrong way to do it, though. There's no there's wrong, no way. wrong way. There's no wrong way, but there's definitely better ways. Hey, but don't knock yourself. Adventure Club playing your music, you know, like you, it happens. You know, everyone falls into it some different way. That is true. Like, I, that and Borgor has played my music and... There's just a, a bunch of other people that played my music and I was just like over the moon and I was like, holy crap, I didn't even realize that people fuck with my shit like that <laughs> yeah, to its extent. I'm never going to get tired of that feeling, dude. That's just something else. Yeah, no. No, the other day, uh, I was like over the moon, infinite. Shout out to Robbie, man. He's my my boy, my homie. Yeah, he he cool. I've never met him, but he seems like a dope guy. He's a dope, dope, dope person, you know, right. and very humble, very happy, like work work like willing to work willing to do stuff like i love yeah, the guy he's always pumping stuff out yeah so he just recently released a a bbc radio mix not too long ago and he he played our collaboration song oh hell yeah that's cool so it was me infinite and mantic and we we did that collaboration song and he played it live on bbc radio and i was just like 
over the fucking moon nugget. It was like, holy yeah. crap, Adventure Club all over again. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Because, dog, BBC fucking radio. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. World premiere. The song hasn't, it's not, it's coming soon, but a world oh, premiere. Yeah, I'm sure that's a heater. You, Magic and Infinite, that's going to be a banger. I know. Oh, my God. And it was like our first time doing an, a melodic song, melodic dubstep song together. Yeah. So imagine, it's like, it's, this is yeah. our approach of doing it's, it, and, and we fuck with it. Guys right there, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And I, I was just like, Mantic's crazy. Mantic goes hard. Ryan is the shit, bro. Shout out to yeah. you, brother, man. Mantic. That new mix. Uh, I forget the name of it. Oh, the recent one. Yeah, the, Into the Mantic. Yeah, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like his volume five. Yeah, bro. volume five. He just, yeah. yeah. That's a heater, bro. I put that shit on at work. Oh. Yeah, oh, no, bro, it's, it's, I had to it's, listen it's, to it a few times because some of the VIP stuff that he put out right? was like, Woo! It's that USB he has, man. Yeah. yeah he has everything. Dude, he has everything, dude. Let me put it this way. The last song of that, that mix is our collaboration song. Oh, shit, no way. Yeah, the, the Infinite is singing on it, bro. That's yeah, our yeah, collab. Yeah. Holy shit, no way. That's sick. Bro, bro. I, that's a, that's a banger. I love it. Nah, I yeah. appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. And it and it's like, I haven't done a collaboration since Big and Slim. So imagine how long that is. And the last yeah. time I released a single was back in December, you know? Yeah. So this is like, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Wolfson is in this song? Heck yeah. People are, people are going to ask you like, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you got more credit. Give yourself more credit than that. No, I know. I I I I made sure I t I let the whole world know. I I I was part of the project. In fact, <laughs> like the the project, the whole concept of that project itself. Um, I started that project, and I thought I had it finished. Like because, and oh, I use um finish until you send it to someone. Yeah, until I send it to someone, I send it to Mantic. Mantic just like I don't know what the hell did he do, but he just made it twenty times better, and then. Here comes Infinite with his vocals, and I'm just like, you're like, damn, okay, I thought I had a track, but now we got a fucking track. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm like, yeah. what the I'm hell did I do? Like this, like, how the hell did you make it? I had it here, you just made it there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can still hear where I was coming from, but now it's like <laughs> this whole monster, this beautiful monster creation here. Yeah, like I see, I hear, I'm like. Man, I was ne nowhere near to what these guys did, man. That's the beauty of music production, dude. Once you get a couple brains working together, like... Oh, yeah. oh yeah. It makes me like, okay, I want to send all of my projects to these guys. And if they fuck with it, let's just go. Let's like, yeah, whatever you guys want to, let's do it. Let's do That's it. That's what me and my homie actually are doing right now. I was on FaceTime with my boy, Juice. He's out of uh, Winterhaven. He played FK2. Day one, homie, in the, in the scene and stuff like that. Dope. Yeah, so we were on FaceTime, like, combing through each other's projects. I'm like, Ableton, he's on FL, and, like, pick it out. I'm like, yo, send me that one. He's like, yo, send me that one. I'm like, yo, send me that one, too. I want to try and, like, we'll fuck around, you know? So, like, it's just fun when you, like, you can, you have someone you can just, like, bounce ideas yeah. off. Yeah. Of, you know? Like, take their old projects that they don't want to work on or don't know how to fix anymore, and you're just like, oh, dude, I could go with this and run with it. And then there's a whole new track right there. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny because I was never that type of person to to do collaborations because a sometimes I feel like I don't measure up to their standards, so I need to like measure measure myself to that to that level of standards before I can like okay, if you want to fuck with here here it is. 
B, yeah. I had bad experiences in the past with having collaborations with people. Like I oh. said, the last time I did a collaboration was with Big and Slim because they were the only ones that we were able to hit it, click it, and let's go. That's it. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's run it about every other person that I've tried to do a collaboration is like a back and forth or a like I I, I don't hear from them for just kinda, yeah just kind of goes away I yeah like, you I, know I only have like yeah I I'm not one to really collab either like because when I start a project like I work on that project until it's done yeah I'm not one to have like like 15 open projects just waiting to be worked on. Like mm. once I have an idea, like I can't sleep or like, I can't work on something else until I have that one done. Right. Like, I mean, I got a couple, like I got a couple in the works, you know, like I'm not going to say too much, you know, just some homies around here and stuff. Cause it's nothing too like nothing too progressed yet, but I feel you. Yeah. It's hard. It's difficult to collab with people. Like it's just, it's, it's a different feeling unless yeah. you guys are both, Unless you're both committed to like we're gonna bunker down and get this done, you know it, it can just get lost and like two weeks will go by and neither of you have touched it or like yeah yeah and, and there goes a whole idea that you had that you could have used on your own track yeah so that's why like I put myself like uh, like a cap is like all right if I don't hear from them for like in two weeks that's like all right I'll take this project yeah. and finish it myself you know and yeah. and even so. I feel like it's not even even the feeling itself is not the same because you said like I'll finish it, but the idea was like, hey, let me do something and let the other person work his magic and and have that taste. And I feel like the freshness into your discography, you know. Yeah, you, you know, with someone else. Yeah, yeah. And then when you and when you don't get to finish it, and you'll be like, fuck it, I'll finish it. The magic itself just wins away because it's like you're like, damn, this could have been. I was excited to see where this is going. But yeah, I'll, I'll, do my, I'll do my own thing on it, whatever. I guess. And yeah. and and yeah, and, it, and the feeling itself is just gonna be like, eh, you know, like I did it. You know, I finished yeah, it, but it it's I finished it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same. I think it might have been able to be, maybe not, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. That's why I'm very picky on what I'm releasing right now. Like, I have like three or four tracks ready to be posted, mm. but like, I really want, I really, really want to like, I want, I want to find a home for this EP because this is like by far, like an entire different like, like a different sound for me, and this is like where I've truly fell into like my niche. Like, this is where I'm going with the project. But like at the same time, my birthday is on Thursday. Oh, shout yeah, out! I'm, shout out to you! Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Actually, next weekend we're uh, throwing a little local show in Fort Lauderdale. So like, yeah, we're celebrating my birthday. You know, a couple homies like Spuds playing. I'm playing. My boy Trippy Dubs, Erod. You know, like a couple of the like locals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about like I'm like, I got enough. I have a couple tracks. You know, like I'm sitting on. I could sacrifice one off the EP and drop it on my birthday, you know, because like I got to give them like I, I've, I haven't posted in probably like eight months, like six mm. months, probably a new track. And I'm like, dude, I have like some bangers waiting right now. I'm like, I could post one on my birthday and then, you know, still sit on this EP and send it out later and just like fill in a different track with that one. Because like, dude, I'm itching to show everyone this new music I'm working on, like it's by far the best stuff I've ever made. I'm so excited. Dude, make that so your motivation. Like, let me like, like make like in the EP itself, just finish at least the first half of the song. You know, enough for it to be a build up and a drop, and then you switch it to the next song or something. You know, give something to give them like new flavor. Something like give them like the 
the, the teaser. It's like, ooh, yeah. this is what I'm cooking, guys. Wait yeah. for it. Coming soon. Coming soon. Oh, yeah. No, I need to do that, too. That's smart. Or maybe even just, like, drop a clip of one of the tracks, you know, like something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the best thing that I can tell you about that is um, like if you already have a song, well, at least if out of the EP, I don't know how many tracks you have in your EP, but if at least in that EP, if you have one song already, like it feels like it's ready to go, start promoting that song yeah. and then have its own single release, have its own single release put it on the EP as well and then put it on the EP and like, give it like this is a teaser, a single that I'm giving you guys up. For, like coming on this EP, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly what I was thinking about doing. I'm, I'm thinking about, yeah, I'll probably take one and release it. I'll probably take the week to promo it and stuff like that, and then be like, surprise, it's my birthday, like freebie, exactly, like, yeah, freebie. exactly. You know, and make it like uh like a short original version out of it, and then when you release the EP, you make the extended version of it. Yeah. Or like a VIP of it, something. Or like a it. VIP of it. Something that gets the people's like, holy shit, yeah, I heard your song like not too long. And like, you already yeah. have a VIP? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? You take one of these tracks and do that. I'm, I already, yeah. That's like the best way to yeah, captivate that's people. That's a good call, yeah. Ah, thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm, I, it's funny that I know a lot about how to market music and all. And, and it's easy to market songs. It's not easy to market podcasts. It's a different ball game. Hey man, I'll do everything I can to help share this because like I'm honored to have be on here. Oh, dude. appreciate it, man. I no, was going through your page and I'm like, damn, dude, like he's talked to some really cool people. Like, why the fuck does he want to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, okay. He's got some cool guys on here. Iman, you know, all the boys that you talk to. I'm like, huh. yeah, yeah, no, I got everybody from the well, like at least I got the, the at least important people from the grocery boys. Discord group, you know, and I'm part of that group, so it's like those are homies of mine, and I fuck with them a lot. I'm just not a member of the Grocery Boys, but like you've heard of them, yeah. We're affiliates, we're homies. Oh, yeah, like my group, my homies, like my tight group, and their tight group. We all know each other, we're all close, and stuff like that. That's dope, that's dope, yeah. Because you mentioned Sweet Tube, and Sweet Tube is like literally one of the main dudes of Grocery Boys, of course, yeah, bro. Like he's one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life. Like we brought him down here from Miami. I was, uh, I was support for him and he, he flew, he brought J Moss actually to the show to play too. J Moss is another one. Yeah. And yeah. Al Ross and levels. Oh dude. Yeah. Al, Al's a beautiful human being. I love yeah. that man so much, but yeah, so we brought like we, or well, not me, I didn't do anything, but they booked sweet tooth for Treehouse, And he was immediately, he's like, can I bring J Moss? You know, like he puts yeah. his homies on, dude. Like, yeah, like he's just such a good dude. Like, I love the shit out of that man. Absolutely. So cool. And that, that's what I love about Grocery Boys a lot. And every member that works there, you know, like Sweet Tooth, Mantic, Infinite, Kane, Jax. Kane's another one, my boy. Yeah, Ten Graphs. Um, fuck. Ten Graphs is a goat. Jax. Uh, like, man, there's just so many of them. Joss. Yeah, it's like 50 some deep or something. Yeah, like no, like the, the roster itself is crazy. You know, semi dubs, yeah. like every single one of these people, like you can tell that these people are, they want to grow together because in some way they got them so screwed over by the industry. So yeah. they're so, so for them not to get screwed over, they're 
they decided to form an alliance with each other and help each other out. Beautiful thing, man. Like it really is making themselves a nice community and making it to the next level, making like, something it's, big. It's That's such a smart marketing tool. It's like, like even like not even just in music, like they have like gaming and like, you know, all their other stuff. Yeah. Like, have an entire giant little like community. And it's like, it's like, dude, that's the best way to get like promotion for either side of it. Absolutely. Like, you got streamers over here, like yes. musicians are streamers. Like that's my the boy, my boy Kishin, bro. Like he's a streamer and like he makes music every once in a while. Like there's so many of them, bro. Th I that's that's what I love. The formula that they found out, like whatever they did that it worked out, it worked out because, you know, like yeah. you said, you got everybody there. That's why I managed to fit in perfectly with them. Not only because of a producer standpoint, but I also I let them know it's like, hey, I'm an engineer. I'm, I'm also yeah. a podcaster. I do this and that. And I fit in right there perfectly. It's, it's like they're a very welcoming group of people. Yeah, bro. And everybody has a purpose. Like exactly. they all fall into somewhere. Yeah. And they help each other out. And and yeah. and if like like, you know, all then that I've asked for them to come over to the ep to the podcast, like they just graciously say yes. Dude, and I was just so happy that they say even yes. I was like, thank you for helping me. Yeah. I mean, dude, we also like we all appreciate, you know, like platform too like i've never been a part of an interview podcast like this before and like this is a whole new platform that i can help share with like the people that support me and like but that would also bring new people over to your page absolutely like, when i post this you know like it's gonna bring like i'm not saying it's gonna bring traction but like you know it'll there, there'll be some new paid new eyes on your page you know absolutely and, and i appreciate that man and i asked nothing more than just that you know like and yeah, and all people, i people in the scene that would just we talk you know we could bullshit for hours you know yeah exactly all i all i want is have a conversation with you man that's exactly, all dude. especially after the first time we talked i was like all right man i could talk to this guy all day long yeah. absolutely man and and that brings me a lot of joy the fact that i man i can manage to talk to other artists and like-minded people that we've been through some shit and we can understand each other's pains and experiences and comments you know and then yeah. try to find a way to help each other out, you know, by letting the whole world know. It's like, hey, look, oh, yeah. you got to come up together. You got to come up with the people that support you, you know? Absolutely. I feel like that's like the best way to to be to be big or to be big yeah. on anything. It, it doesn't have to be music. I don't want to be the only one of my friends playing on the big stage, you know, like yeah. whether I get there or my friends get there first or whoever gets where at first, you know, like we're all going to bring each other up. Exactly. Exactly, man. And I wish I, I wish I had that, you know, that's, that's type of community here in South Florida at the time when I started out, but whatever community wow. that I start, that I started out, it was like, it was there, but we weren't having that much chemistry. Or I feel, yeah. or I feel like, and I'm, and I'm not trying to bash all my homies that I come up with. I'm not trying to bash bash yeah, anybody. Yeah. Like every every homie that I perform with, it's a homie, you know. Yeah, but dude, I felt like my yeah, yeah. But I feel like I was, I feel like I was the only one that know what was going on, and know what works and what doesn't, and had the vision, the the vision for it. While yeah. some of these like either didn't want to work it or 
Yeah, they just wanted to have like the the fame or like they wanted to have the status, but they didn't want to grind and get there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that happens. Yeah, no, I definitely left a bad taste in some people's mouths when I first came down here. So I got booked for like my first show down here, and everyone was like, "Who the hell is this kid?" Like, you know, like I was yeah. under a year, you know, and then I started playing. Like, I played that Funky show. Everyone was like. Oh, you know, like it's fucked up. This kid doesn't even like he hasn't been here for how long? There's so many people that have been here for years doing this and that. And I'm like, dude, I'm not saying I'm anything special or like, like I did something. I got lucky. Like I got wherever I was because I talked to the right people. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I'm sure you deserve this stuff. Like this, the limelight. I'm sure you deserve the spot. But like, it's not my. Don't blame me for it not happening. You know. That's and then, like, those people, like, over time, you know, like, kind of realized who I was and, like, you know, that I was kind of, like, legit. So then those relationships mended and, you know, like, now all, I I don't have a, a single enemy down here, honestly, that I can think of at least. Uh, I definitely have, like, probably one or two. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, you ask the right people, I'm sure there's a couple of motherfuckers that hate me, but, like. As far as I know, I don't hate anyone. I no, I, 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 have, I have no bad blood. Yeah, no, I have no bad blood. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> He's like, all right, I gotta watch what I say here, but yeah. Oh, no, I, that's the beauty of having my own show and my own podcast. I get that's to say true. whatever the fuck I want to say. Yeah, yeah, just tell them big fuck you to whoever. Yeah, I just know when to start wars. I have that power. I, I have the power that if I want to start a war, I'll say it right here. Yeah. But because... Like pick and choose your battles. Yeah. But because I feel like I don't want to say much about it, I can say it to you and I'll still bleep out the names, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I have done it. I've done it plenty of times here in the That's show. Hilarious, dude. That's the having the power of your own podcast. I love that. You can literally just say fuck off to whoever you want. And just be like, oh, I'll cut it out later. Yeah, exactly. There's de <laughs> there's definitely some times in which I say um, fuck you to and I left it there and leave it as it is. Yeah, and, I mean. And then yeah. and then there's and then there's there's times that I say fuck you to. And. And I bleep it out. Are you going to bleep that out this time? No, I'll bleep out those names. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, I won't get too far into that. You know, like, I'm not going to, we don't need to harp on that, especially if you're going to bleep out who that was. No, no, no. I, I, like I said, I have no hate nor ill intentions. You've been around for a while. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been for a while and I've seen some shit and they've done some shit. Not just me, but to homies of mine, real close of mine, yeah, that yeah, I do cool. not fuck with that, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that shit. Like, and when I see that, yeah. I call it out. There's but, no need for that shit in the scene. No, exactly. There is no need for that shit in the scene. If you're not trying to help people grow, then there's no, re there's no reason for you to be in my business. Exactly. Like, you know, if you're not here to support, then like, I don't want to even know who you are. Exactly, you know, and that's other artists. Like, if you're, yeah, like I do, I'll do nothing but hype up other people in the scene. Like, try and give other artists a platform when I play places, and like, but like, if you're, yeah, there's. So why would you ever need to talk down about me? Exactly, and if anybody who knows anybody about me that can tell you anything about me. 
they will say, and I'm not trying to be self-centered, I'm not trying to be like, you know, like egotistical about it, but they'll tell you what type of person I am. I can already tell. This is the second time I've talked to you and like, bro, you're a genuine person. I can already Thank tell. you. Yeah, you're and, the home dude. And I, I you crossing someone, you know? That's and that's a thing. I'm not that Unless type of person. Huh? Unless they cross you, then you know, like it is what it See, is. See, that's exactly how shit starts because <laughs> I don't cross anybody. Everybody's on their own lane, their business. And all I do is just help and support and, you know, hype that up, you know? And when so they're talking you're back about someone saying some shit and then it's like, okay, you want to do that's this. what, that's what pisses me off when people talk mad shit about me behind my back. And it's funny when they talk mad shit about me in front of people that are, that are <laughs> homies of mine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, okay, where we, where we stand with this? Like, wh what did I do that? It's not I, like, dude, that, like, well, like all the dubstep scene and like these rhythm, like the rhythm kids, like there's so much drama. Riddle. Yeah. All these kids that have known each other for like seven years and all this shit. I'm like, I have no idea who all of, like, I know all of you individually. I don't, I didn't grow up or go to high school with any of you. Right. Drama bullshit. Like if I'm friends with people and you don't like my friends, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my friends back and stuff like that. But like, don't come at me for something that I didn't do because frankly, none of these people know me enough to even have negative feelings towards me. Exactly. It's exactly. all he say, she say, all this stuff. Yeah, you know? and then the he say, she say spreads around like wildfire and rumors, yeah, and to the person, and it's like, okay, are you? What do you want to do about this? Are you gonna like you know, bitch on? social media or are you genuinely pressed about this? exactly that's why when i hear this type of stuff like i really because i'm also like against social media i could really give a shit about social media but i don't <laughs> yeah. say anything on social media i keep everything to myself and i keep it to between the people that i fuck with that i trust them that say well like, you know i just found out this just happened i'm like okay i don't know why but Okay, yeah. I just keep it moving, and I, and I just tell people it's like, you can do, bro, that's all you can. Do. Yeah, like I'm not gonna bitch about it or or call them out right there or or in their yeah. faces. You know, I would like to. Yeah, but like not, at the same time, I'm not gonna act, act fake to you if I see you in public. Yeah, when I act, when I see you in public, I'll be yeah. nice and courteous, and then just move along. I'm not. I'm yeah, gonna no, you come up to me like trying to dap me up, like, "Oh, what's up, bro? How you doing?" I'll be like, "Yeah, bro, like, what's up, dude?" And then I'll just like move up? on. Exactly. Yeah, like, I saw. I saw, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good like, seeing I'm you. Good seeing you. All right. Yeah. Just keep it moving, dog. I don't yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly, bro. And that's how I keep it real like that. You know, I don't really like get into this whole high school drama crap, bro, because dude, like, I got. I call the rhythm scene middle school, bro. It's like middle school all over again. These kids all running around talking behind each other's backs. These kids, stuff. man. These yeah, kids oh, these dude, days. He's an asshole. He said this. Oh, he said that. I'm like, bro. Why don't you all shut the fuck up and make music? That's what, <laughs> exactly. that's what we're here to do, all right? If you don't like someone, oh fucking well, fight them or just don't talk to them. Yeah, you know, like, bro. Like, I don't like, get the energy. Like, I don't get the energy and the time and the energy. Like, it really is a lot of time that for you to to fight someone over what like, stupidity. Rumors or talk, like, yeah. It's oh, like, dude. You could be doing so much more with your time than trying to like right. undermine someone else's career. Like, right, bro. Like, bro, if I tell you how much, how how I've heard 
people talk shit about me and say, oh, fuck Wolfson, fuck that end guy. What does he know? He's a washed up artist. He doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about. If I let that shit carry out, man, man, I'll be cursing everybody on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, I've had like people like, oh, yeah, he only got where he was because he promoted and stuff like that when I've never even been a fucking promoter in my life. So I'm like, yeah, like all these people just like assume they just like to assume shit, you know? It's yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, he he's riding so and so's dick. He's doing this and that because, you know, like, oh, he's sold tickets for this and that. And I'm like. I'm like, bro, I've never sold a ticket in my goddamn life. I just made music that people liked and I got a shot, you know? Like, you can make up whatever you want. You can assume whatever you want about me. But, like, I, yeah, there's no other... You don't know the real truth and that's fine. Exactly. And yeah. that's and that's fine by me, too. You don't... Yeah, I know, I know how I got here. I don't give a fuck how you think I got here. Exactly. Exactly. And and I always like to preach about my experience within the industry of what, and all the stuff that I've done because, like, there's no reason for me to hide it or there's no reason for me to lie about it. I tell you how it is. Like, look where I am. Look all the stuff that I did. Look at my experience. Like my whole catalog speaks for itself. My resume, you know, like yeah, you can tell right we're talking on your goddamn podcast. You Damn straight. Yeah. That's straight. Damn straight, man. And I'm not trying to hear to preach about some of the shit that I've done or not done, you know, but, you know, I learned a lot. I oh, learned you have experience like, yeah, and if I've only been in this shit for like three years now, like, like, I'm, yeah, I'm still very you've probably seen and like done more things than I will like in the next five years, you know, bro, like and I, this is something I tell a lot of people who doesn't know me like they say that, you know, oh, Wilson started out back in 2016. That's when his debut started. Like, well, to be honest, the name Wolfson started in 2016, but me, I started Back in 2010, yeah. Yeah, I've been in the nightlife scene for, since 2010. So 12 years, 12 years in the nightlife scene, meaning that I've been DJing yeah. and promoting clubs, festivals, and whatnot. Like and produce and producing music for almost seven years, engineering for ten. Like, yeah, you've been around the block a couple of times. Like I, I, hey, I may, hey, I. Thank everybody who tells me I'm a young bug or do I look young, but in reality, I'm in my 30s, man. And I've been here in this game. Young, dude. You could, that's, that's still young. Don't yeah. let anyone tell you 30 is old. I will, no, that's me saying that I'm old. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I turned 23 on Thursday. You turned 23? Yeah. Damn. I'm like, damn, I'm out of fun birthdays now, you know? At 20, 22 is like, I'm finally not 21 anymore. That's fire. Like 23. What the fuck do I do with that? You know, hey, at 23, I was I was I was finishing college and I was moving into Miami. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I just moved. I just moved here temporarily. I'm moving into a house next month with a homie, like signing a lease and stuff like that. Oh, that's dope. Congratulations yeah, on that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale now and I just got a pretty good. I just moved jobs out to Fort Lauderdale too, so it's all falling into place right now. That's good to hear, man. I'm happy to hear that, man. Yeah, life is good. I can't complain. No, of course, man. Life is good, man. And we always have to preach about life, you know, being like, yo, like sit down, have a chance to sit down and look at Take the a breath, bro. Yeah. Take a breath. Just no, like huge advocate of that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, life is so busy, bro. Sometimes you just gotta calm down and be like. You know, it's not that bad. I'm stressed out right now, but like that shit will pass. 
at the end of the day, you know, like look at the fucking water, you know, look at the sky, like shit's beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's sometimes it's good to just like sit down and look back like all the all cool things that you've done up to now. It's like, holy yeah, shit. came from where you started and where you're yeah. at. Yeah. And you yeah. and you can realize like, holy shit, how small is the world? Like not too long ago, I was a nobody and now I'm somebody and I'm meeting people around the world through yeah. my podcast and talking to amazing people, established artists, established filmmakers, you know, yeah. got homies playing your music in other parts of the country and shit like people downloading my music in fucking Nigeria and shit like that. Yo. Like, Australia. like it's insane, dude. Yo, it's just like take a take a breather of like look. Like, give yourself a pat on the back every once in a while. Yeah, it yeah. for one reason or another. You know, like everyone deserves to be proud of where they're at. Absolutely. Doesn't matter how big you are, what you do, you may not even make music. You may, you could be a fucking waitress, but you know you worked the shit out of that that shift the other week. You know, like give yourself a pat on the back. You were tired, but you grinded through it. You know, like everyone has a reason to be proud of themselves. You know. And the, the cool thing about that is that when you don't expect the the outcome of it, when you don't, when you least expect it, it's when good things brings to you to into the table. Exactly. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Like this last month was pretty like tough on me. You know, like mm. I, I I my lease ended pretty shortly. You know, like sooner than I expected it to. And it, like it wasn't an official signed. You know, like just mm. roommate whatever. So I like quickly had to move out. So then I got, I got this place, you know, on short notice just for like the temporary thing until next month. And I'm like, so much money is like, I've had to put out for all this stuff that I'm doing this transition in my life. But then at the same time, like I look around and I'm like, well, I, I have no reason to complain, you know, like as much. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. It's going to cost me a lot of money and stuff, but mm -hmm. like I'm here, I'm happy, you know, like it, everything happens for a reason. I agree, man. I agree, man. And 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 it's funny that you say that because last month I was in that same debacle. Like I was stressing the fuck out of myself of trying to find a new place for me and my fiance. And yeah. the prices is just ridiculous. And when we try to find something, it just somebody's just snatches right there, man. And you did all everything by the book. And and you the keep trying. Is, yeah, but the thing is, there is no book. There is no book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you think you're doing everything. There's no, yeah, but there's no precedented way. No. It seems like, yeah, there's always going to be, dude, the, the scene is so oversaturated. You know how, you know what I mean? Like there's always going to be someone on your tail. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to either keep up or like, you know, even if you need to take a break, like there's nothing wrong with taking a step back and like, even like, you know, like this shit is straining on your mental health, playing shows, staying late nights, late hours, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. The music you're working on and stuff like even if you need to take a break, like take a step back and like someone's like there, you know, like posting while you're not your way, it's going to be for the better because when you come back, you're going to come back with a quality product. Exactly. Exactly. And that was one of the things that happened to me earlier in my stage that I got burned out very quickly because of too much stress to a shitty job, you know, shitty hours, um, yeah. not consolidated all by myself. I was in a deep depression. I couldn't focus on making music. My music was not where it was supposed to be. I was making it. It was 
pretty much a pressure point for me. Yeah, yeah. You just feel like stressed out, trying like you have to do this. You have to like exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, like, that's how I feel in the scene. Like, like I try to like remind myself, like when I see all these other artists that are like posting crazy like music production, like beyond anything that I even know, could begin to understand. And then I'm like, bro, I gotta understand like. These people have probably like most of these people I'm like looking at. I'm like, why? Why can't I make something like that? It's like, dude, okay, they've been doing this for twice as long as I have, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm, but I'm like, dude, like I want to be there, but it's just like, how can I? And then I'm like, okay, yeah, this person went to audio engineering school and like they've been producing for six years, five years, and I have like two strong years under my belt. I'm like, yeah. okay, like I gotta remind myself, like. You know, some people like we didn't all start at the same time, you know, like it's just like I overthink a lot and I'm like, I want to get to that level. It's just like it takes time. No, it definitely takes time, man. And and you, and even if it takes time, you have to be careful with your mind, man, or your mindset. You know, you have yeah. to take care of yourself, man. Don't let yourself, you know, be stressed about that and pressure yourself about it, you know, and, and if yeah. you have to take it a hiatus. Just for a bit, just to like have your brain to breathe a little bit, gather, man. Gather yourself. Go on a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Away from your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, man. Do it because even music festivals, dude. Like I come back from music festivals so inspired from hearing like all of these artists, you know, music. Good. That you come back, you're like, okay, this would sound cool though. Like I heard them do this. Right. Like, you know, like as a reference, but like it's like I could do something different. But like, yeah. Hearing music is always just like like live is always a refresher for me, you know. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly, man. And 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 it's nothing. There's nothing wrong with with doing that, man. And there's nothing wrong admitting to do any of that stuff, man. In fact, everyone has their own ways of recovering. Exactly. My I have my ways. My ways is just you know playing my hobbies, you know. Yeah. Doing my hobbies, spending time with my fiance, you know, and. And spending time with my family, you know, that's that's the best ways for me to clock uh, clock out my brain now and just like do stuff on the regular, you know, going to the movies, you know, other people. It could be skating. It could be surfing. It could be fishing. It could be yeah. exercising. It could be exactly bicycling. Yeah. Everyone, has, everyone has an outlet. Yeah. You just need to have that outlet. It's exactly, important yeah. to have that outlet, you know? Yeah, because if you don't, you're going to drive yourself crazy in your room every single Yeah. Yeah, no. And then being a bedroom yeah, producer. Some of, like, some of the best producers, like, I've ever, like, heard, like, they're all, like, a lot of them, like, not a lot of them, but, like, I've seen some of them are so hard on themselves. Yeah. You've, you've gotten to this status where, like, you expect nothing but the greatest things that you've put out. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, they're not always going to be the best track you've ever made. But they're still going to, people are still going to love them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hold yourself to such a high standard. You can't always like surpass your standard every single time. And it's like, dude, like they're, they're like, some people are like worried to put music out because they're like, oh, it's not my best work, but it's still like mind blowing to others. I mean, like, sometimes you got to take a step back. And yeah. Like, you know, like, okay, I, this is still good. It may not be the best track, but like, when you have 35, 40 tracks in your discography, it's going to be hard to beat every single song every single time, you know? And, and it's funny because I, I, had, I, had a, I had that mentality before in which, like, I made a song and it's good, 
okay, what can I do to make the net sound better than this song? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why like I've had I've had these tracks on this EP like loaded up for a while, but like I keep making better music after each song. And I'm like, each song keeps getting better. And I'm like, okay, do I want to hold myself down to this EP, like being my debut on it, if I'm still making better music, you know? Right. So like, I've been just slowly replacing tracks, like as I go through it. So now that's why I'm like, kind of like cool with like dropping this track on my birthday. Cause like, I know I'm already put, I already have a couple projects that I'm more like excited for in the future that could replace it on the EP. Right. <clears throat> and that and that's yeah. even better, man. Making that EP, it's something that you love, and it's something it's a journey for yourself as well. You know, define defining what you are and what you do. You know, yeah. <clears throat> so me. so walk me through the process of your EP. Like, what actually came with the idea? Did you say like I want to do this? You know. So basically, I was um I was sitting in my room. You know, like obviously I hopped on Ableton. And like I started resampling, mm. like, you know, I took like I started resampling, like dove really deep into it for like three, four hours, just trying to like warp and like learn how to resample and like create like completely different sounds out of stuff. Right. And so like I threw like you know like a decent like kick drum pattern, you know, whatever, just as a solid like bass intro build up, and then like started throwing these like resamples like on over some drums. And then, like, I was like, okay, this sounds cool, but it needs this. Resampled something else. And then, like, I dove into this for, like, five hours. And I ended up having, like, four bass layers that were all resampled for, like, an hour straight. And they all just, like, as soon as I placed that fourth one, it was, like, a puzzle piece, dude. Mm. Like, as soon as I placed that fourth one, they all just made this one sound. And, like, I literally, like, it was probably, it was probably like, 1130 midnight. I, I got up out of my chair and started like jumping in my room. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I fucking found it. Like I cracked the code. This is, this is what I've been looking for. And then like, I was like, okay, I like, I'm, everyone complains about like how in dubstep now, like mm. people like stride away from like orchestrative, like intros, like the intros have gotten boring and stuff like that. And like, you know, rhythm, it's a lot of just kick clap until the drop starts. Right. So I was like, okay, I want to overproduce the shit out of an intro. You just see how crazy and how theatrical I can make it. So I started like, I layer, I found, you know, like choir, like church choir, like vocals. And then like, like woodwinds and straight, like strings and like all these like war horns, like all, like I just overproduced the shit out of it. Until, like, I found them in key and everything, too. Like, I keyed all of them together, like, even on, like, MIDI, like, shit like that. And, like, once I, like, played the, like, strings, the, like, the horns and, like, the oh, like the orchestra together, I was like, dude, this is some, like, dark, evil choir shit. Like, <laughs> dude, I can't wait to show you. That's going to that's gonna be the track I'm dropping on my birthday. Like, oh, that's dope. I played it at Miami Music Week and stuff like that when you saw, when we talked last time. Oh, that's and, like, fucking I dope. At, I played it at FK and, like, everyone, like, the reaction I get from the crowd when I drop that shit, like, it's, un it's unlike anything I've ever had before. So, like, yeah. So that was the first track I made on for the EP. And then I was like, okay, we going with this like dark, scary, like, like haunted, punchy mm. shit. So then I made the second track is also done already. And that's called The Devil's Work. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a, the vocal sample is from an interview with, um, 
with like one of the ministers of the church of Satan, just explaining, like explaining like what their idea, like the idealisms, you know, just like that dark, like scary vibe stuff. Yeah. And it just flows so perfectly into the buildup and like the, the buildup cuts out and like to the last like phrase of the like interview and like, it, yeah, that, and that track is the one that concentrates play to bass ops. Oh, yeah, so like I have a couple like he like already like locked up that like P- I know people already fuck with. So like I'm taking those sounds that I've made like both of those kind of have the same structure and sound design, and I'm like okay, I know how to take these and make them different though. You know, at the same time, That's- I just found like I finally found my sound, and I've just been running with it. With right, this EP. this EP is gonna be the first taste of that. That's very very interesting. It's- of how you actually come up with your EP and what how you managed to even found the the sound that you say like all right I just chopped these out into four different songs and bang I yeah, got myself like, an EP yeah dude it was I I don't even I dude I don't know how it happens like sometimes I'll go a week without being able to make anything and then over a weekend I can I'll pump out a track you know, and then like the next day I'll come home from work and I'll, I'll only have like three hours to work on music. Right. I'll write an entire first drop. But then I'll go another week. Like the last week I haven't touched my dog. I've been, you know, I've been busy. I've been moving and stuff like that. But like when I get that like spark of inspiration, it's mm. like I can't think about anything else. Even if I'm at work, I'm like, okay, I'm only thinking about when I get home, I'm going to do this. It comes and goes. And like, yeah, that's how this EP started. Like, over the span of like three days, I basically had like, it was probably like more like five days, but still I had like the first track finished besides like the master. Mm. And then the second track, like halfway done, I was just like, I came back to it and I'm like, I worked on this. It took me five days to do this, but I haven't posted a song in like four or five, six months, you know, like it, it's crazy. Like I just, some, I get that like spark of passion, like the inspiration, like yeah. I need to do this. I can, I can pump shit out and then it'll be like, okay, I have writer's block. But yeah, this EP started off extremely strong. So like, I, yeah, it's going to, I'm waiting. I'm not going to rush the next tracks I'm mm-hmm. putting into it. It's like, it's going to fall back. I'm pro- like this week, you know, like I'm sure I'll be at work or doing something and I'm going to be like light bulb clicks. I'm gonna be like, okay, I got to get on my computer right now. Dope. That's dope, bro. That's it's exciting, dope. dude. It's never really fallen into place the way it has with these last two tracks. So like, that's how I knew. I'm like, dude, I got to come out with this. Like, this has to be like my EP. That's that's uh, cool to hear, man. And I'm and I'm and congratulations on making this EP, man. Yeah, sorry, not- I was rambling a little bit, but no, bro. Like, you're you're <laughs> good so to go, excited, bro. I'm so excited. And I and I love hearing these stories, man. I absolutely love it because I can understand what you're going through, and it's not easy making something like that. And yeah. make it very cohesive. You know, a lot of times when people try to do an EP, they need to have like a story behind it. You know, yeah. something that that more or less to tell what's happening on this EP. You know, and and I'm happy to hear that you found the sound and what you're trying to get going to with it. And then when the EP comes out, you can actually feel like how cohesive all these songs are and how each song like makes sense hey, up yeah, to the next song. flow into each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I like that, man. I like that idea. Cause yeah, I'm, no when we get done with this, I'll send you the two tracks off the EP. I'll let you check them out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that's yeah, dope. Yeah. I'm excited to share them, bro. You're going to fuck with them. Uh, hell yeah. Let's go, man. Let's go. And 
the reason why I actually like I'm very intrigued of what you were trying to do too because I'm I set myself like one of my goals is to at least have an EP by the end of this year you know or at least finish my EP you know at least finish working on the songs and like the next step will be like sending it out for releases and stuff yeah yeah, but but I decided like I I know what I want to do with my EP now big and I've talked to a lot of artists about you know my idea behind the EP because I'm telling a story the EP itself is gonna call the lone wolf and it basically talks like the EP itself will will be mentioned in a way that all my struggles and all my dreams came into together, you know, all my dark times and all my good times are in that one EP, you know, and the artwork, I don't know how it's going to work, but I know that half of the artwork is going to be like light, positive stuff. And the other half is going to be dark, you know, negative stuff, you know, I love that dude. Finding like the beauty and the darkness and like, yeah, like, like the all, gin and jam for a reason. bro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And each, so- each song from beginning to end, it'll be like, you know, I started like with this and then something good came and then something bad and then something good. And then like a roller coaster. Like yeah. a roller coaster. And, and then yeah. oh, I, I fuck with that. That's and then, this, and then genius. end it with a song that is like, this is who I am. This is how it defines me. And band and all the song, it's going to be like, I, I marked it myself as like, it's going to be free, free, hardcore tear out dubsteps with one of them to be the intro. The other one, be the like a metal step version of it and then and then free songs will be like happy melodic stuff like one yeah. one is a fit melodic dubstep another one is gonna be a future rhythm yeah call yeah. a bass another one's gonna be like a chill step and then the last song will be a will be a um a drum a melodic drum bass oh hell yeah you know oh, that that sick. gives that gives the energy. You know that gives the happy we're energy. Now, baby, we're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, te- yeah. and just tells people like, "This is how I am right now." Now I'm just like, "Let's go!" Let's- yeah, dude, I love that. Damn, you got it. Yeah, that's a whole fucking. That's a that's a genius vision you have for that dude. That's yeah, so- yeah. No, like I ha- I've been having this in my head for many months. I haven't gotten the chance to like start working on it because um of the podcast i've been working extremely hard and editing you know and i got you know interviews that gotta edit out all the way till july imagine that so yeah and probably until august this is probably gonna be released by august man if i'll be honest with you dude that's and that's that that's pretty soon honestly for like you know all what you have going on right now and stuff like that like yeah that turnover rate at all no, not at all. And that's impressive. Thank you. And that's not including the ones that I that I'll be interviewing sometime in the future. You know, exactly. like, yeah, you got to take time for that stuff as well. Yeah. So like, it, it's so it's kind of like hard for me to actually have like, okay, now I have the time to do this. Now I had time to sit down and, and the words, with music, and all everything. Yeah. Yeah, but because I love podcasting a lot more than music like i focus this more and have music to be like you know we'll we'll, we'll see you we'll see you but 
I'm happy to hear the way you actually did it because now it just gave me the same idea. Like maybe I should do it that way too. Just resample a couple shits, having like a long eight bar, 32 bar and just chop them out and then work yeah, different like, different drops out of each one. Yeah, like with like, you know, I, I work a lot with quarter notes, obviously, because it's all this like punchy, like dubstep and rhythm shit. So yeah, like I I resampled like two three like two or three different samples, and then like I was like, okay, I have a patch that I've made already mm -hmm. that lay over lay under like one of my original sounds that just like drives the rest of like it, it's just crazy how it fit in. Like as soon as I found it, I was like, dude, I have a sound that I've made that can still like will still you'll know it's a Doug sound like a Doug track. Yeah, you'll know it's a Doug track when you hear both of them. Like after these get posted. When the more come out, like once I start playing them, more it sets after the EP releases. Yeah, it'd be like, oh shit, yeah, like that's his track. Like I know that because I kn I know the sound. That's funny because I just recently the last song that I released uh, it's called Raf, and I used the I used the same sound that I used on an old project that I was released on Dubset.net, and. I think because of that sound, I made I was able to do my first metal step, and I love, dude. I love the death step, like hardcore. Duh, duh. I've never been so proud of myself when I make this original because I made this song so original, and it came from my old project. And then I just I literally listen to old projects of mine, and I just like form into like let me just shove this because now it makes more sense. Back yeah. then it didn't. Now it does. Now, now I'm doing. Also, yeah, yeah, and I feel like I finally found my sound, and this is how a Wolfson sounds like. You know, this is Bro, my sound. Over, I love, I love tear out and heavy like death step metal step shit like that. I must send, I must send out some I'll of my sons. You, I'll give you some feedback, definitely. Absolutely, yo, and. Yeah, bro. Like I finally found, it and I'm just like, fuck. Now I know what should I do with this sound, you know. But yeah. now, but I want to take it a step further, not just only have that as my main sound, but I have that as like, you know, this is the sound that I always that you know that I use as Wolfson. But exactly. look, all the shit that I can do with this sound. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like once you find it, you're like, okay, how many different ways can I recreate it? Yeah, it comes in differently. Yeah, 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 and that's like that's like another like obviously like one of my main inspirations like sudden death for example. Yeah, like, sudden he death has is fire. His, you know when sudden death is playing. You know yeah. a sudden death song when it comes on. They're not all the same sounds, but it's the same energy, the same like ambiance. You know, you know a like you know a, a sudden death song when it gets dropped, just because it's that how he comes with it, how he brings it. And that's what I'm trying to do with this new, like the, my new sound that I found. Like I found the sound, but I'm trying to bring it differently every single time. Right, bro. It's fine. It's a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah, Music, yeah. It's a beautiful thing, honestly. Absolutely, man. And and let me ask you, like, what what is actually your creative process when it comes to making these projects? You know, how do you start with it? I start from from beginning to end. I start with an intro mm. and then I do that. Yeah. I start with an intro because honestly, like most of the time, like if I have like something like when it, when the light bulb clicks on mm. and I have like, Oh, like this, like would hit like, like listening, like producing in my head, a good drop is nothing without an intro. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I can think of the drop already, 
I got to find the intro for it. Then I start hunting around for like, you know, like which way I want to do it and like thinking about vocals and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I always think like when I, when I really think of a track, like when I, when I listen, like, or like a drop, like idea comes to me, what are the vocals, the pre-vocals, like the pre-drop vocals that are going to drive this? And whether like I find them online or like most of the time I pull samples off of like random videos from like YouTube or like stuff like that. I, don't, I tend to stay away from splice vocals mm. just because everyone has done every single one of them, right. you know? But so then like, even like I've like resorted to even like pulling like, like my last, like one of my last tracks, Haberim, I posted that last year on my birthday and I pulled a sample from Slaughter to Prevail like a metal band from Germany, Germany or Russia, one of them. I don't really, I don't remember right now, but yeah, like I, I tend to like try and find like a vocal mm -hmm. that I like think would work with the drop that I'm imagining. And then once I like, once I think I know what I'm going to look for, I just like the vibe is already there in my head. And I just start with the intro. I start finished at like front to back. That's pretty dope. Um, yeah. That, and it's like, dude, like once I start a project, like I can't, I can't work on something else until it's done. So like, you I, have to I, finish it. You have to see I it start, through. I start and finish every project because if not, my dumbass is going to forget where I was going with it. Right. Yeah. I'm, I, if I work on something else, I'm going to go back to that project and be like, okay, what did I even want to do? You know, Interesting. like I'm, so, I, I'm thinking about this one and that one at the same time. Right. I, I want to put my all into every single track, you know? That, that's pretty interesting because a lot of people, including myself, you know, when we do a certain part of a project and we feel like, oh, man, I can't work more about this because like I've got ear fatigue. It's like, let me just yeah, save like, it and you know, then you overplayed it. Yeah, shit like that. And then just work on another project. And then once I'm working on the other project, it's like, oh, I know what to do next on the other one. Let me finish this up and then I'll come back again. Yeah. Yeah. No, like if I like I will I'll work on a truck like when I first start a project. Even if like I barely like create the bare bones of the intro, mm -hmm. and like the like I like drums first always, of course, you know, like find my drums and stuff yeah. like that. Build like even if I build a bare bones intro and drum build up, and then start laying it, like laying the drop. At least I have like I'm creating the vibe until and that like that helps me lay the drop. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I want to create like a theatrical, like dark, like scary experience. Right. Right. I got to start with like these like low ambiance, like graveyard tone, mm. like low, like undersetting, like pitches, like heavy heartbeats in the background, like breathing and shit like that. Right. And then that just like that, like, yeah, that shit, all like the effects and everything, like the theatrical side of it is what really inspires me to like make the drop, like that dark evil shit, you know? That's pretty cool. And and how long does it take you to finish your projects? Like it could be a a, a week, it could be a month. It could be a, could be a month. Yeah. Either do like either or like it's just okay. Like I said, you know, I could finish a track basically in like three days if I'm feeling inspired. Or I could work on something. I could lay the like the intro, start laying the drop, and then I'd have to take like a week and like, you know, I'm just like I I don't have anything for this right now or I try to make, I try to like go back and I'm like, I'm trying to force it in there and it's mm. not working. So like, yeah, it's, I'm all over the place, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't just like constantly like, Oh, I'm going to drop like two songs a month. It's like, no, I'm going to make a song. I can make it in three days or I can make it in two weeks, you know? Right. And, but when you say like finishing, like you say like, um, 
like finishing the the creative side, the idea of it, or like the creative and mix and master. No, like yeah, like I like mix mastered like. Okay, these, well, yeah, okay. like one of these first tracks, like on this EP, I literally wrote the entire track in one night. First and second drop, full intro, full fake out intro, full like fake out build up in mm. between, like in the first intro, or like not intro, yeah, in the first like drop. Yeah. There's like a fake out build up and that's is still in the first drop. Wrote the whole track basically in like a night. So I was like, once I found that's when I found those like four layers and like mm -hmm. I started freaking out. Like I was like, this is it. I, I wrote the entire track and then like the next day I was so excited to wake up and go back to it. I mixed it down and the next day it was mastered and then like it was done in three days. And it's one of the best tracks I've ever made. And this cool. other one, like, you know, like I laid the first drop. And like I found this new sound, like I made, like I was just fucking around, and I made that sound and layered it over a couple like resamples. And I was like, okay, this first drop is so good. How the fuck am I gonna like make it better for the second drop? Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna give myself like a couple days, and then come back at it like with a fresh mindset. And then I ended up writing the second drop for that track, and ended up making the second drop better than the first one. And like that, yeah, like, so the one, the devil's work is what I'm yeah. referring to. The second drop of that song is the best drop I've ever created in my entire life. Sometimes it always does. Dude, yeah, like I, I like, it's so hard, like, especially in dubstep, everyone expects the first drop, you know, like when you're looking for music to play live, mm -hmm. you're like hunting for music. You're like, okay, skip the build up, go to the first drop. If the first drop doesn't impress you, you, you know, you move on. But like, dude, if someone skipped the first drop of this track I'm talking about and they didn't give like bother to give the second drop a chance, I, I, I would rather like the second drop is the best part of that track by far. Mm. And I'm trying to help like, I don't, I don't have much influence, but like I would love to help like bring back like the reputation of like the second drop should be where you bring it all home. Like the first drop in the buildup and then the second buildup it should like for like yeah the intro of the like before the first drop is like that you bring you into it the first drop is like okay we're getting somewhere the second build up should have like elements from the first drop and the intro and tie it all in together and then the second drop should just bring it all home like end of it like it should be telling a story you know like get better as it progresses right so like yeah and this was the first time i was actually really able to capture that and like i'm super excited about that that's cool, man. That's good that you managed to find the formula and managed to like get it done when at the time that you want to. Yeah, it may not happen every time, but like it definitely fell into place this one. So it's very different for any every other project, you know. Yeah, dude, it, it like it's it's all over the place, just yeah. like honestly. <laughs> and and is that same way when you're doing collaborations with other artists? Like, do you, like do you start like that and then you send it over or? You wait until uh, people to send you over, and you so just like, so for the like one of my first collabs I had with my boy Trippy Dubs. Um, I already kind of had a track, and this was like way this was before like I really like fell like heavy into it. Mm -hmm. I I knew how to put together a good like song and a good drop, but like I really didn't know like technicalities of everything. Right. So like I sent him a project, and I was like, dude. I'm like, you could do whatever you want with it. Like, it was basically a full song, but like, it obviously just wasn't there yet. Yeah. I was like, bro, take it, run wild with it. And he's, he's years ahead of me in production. Like, he's a genius. And like, he's, he's a very good friend of mine. So he was like, yeah, like, let's work on something. 
And like, I sent him something. It took him like, he's like, dude, like I sent him a full project basically. So he's like, dude, it's going to take me a little bit to get back. Like, you know, finally like go back through it, comb through it and do my twist on it. Right. It was like two, you know, like two weeks, whatever, like we stayed up. They like, we'd call each other. Like, he's like, Oh, I want to do this with it. What do you think in this and that? And like, I was like, yeah, go for it. And then it came back and like, we have basically a full track right now that I have played out live and like, it goes crazy and stuff like that. But like, he's just, you know, like he's such a good producer that he, yeah. like he, we came back to it like two weeks later and he's like, bro, I think I want to wipe it. Like not all, of, not all of it, but he's like, I, I want to go back. We can do this better. And I'm like, dude, like I've played this at Treehouse like four times already. Like people love it. And he's like, bro, but we can make it better. And I'm like, okay, like you're the fucking boss, dude. Like I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. You know, he's, he's, he, no, he knew what he was talking about. And now we've gone back to it and it's like, okay, it was probably for the best. Like we could have right. put it out, but would it have been our best work? And this is our first time collabing. We want right. to do it as good as possible. You right. Know? So yeah, like it, most of the time with like collabs on my end, like I'll send them something that like I have, or I'll just be like, yo, send me stems. Like, if, especially because, like, it's homies. Like, I'm not at the level where I'm reaching out to, like, bigger artists and being mm. like, yo, can I send you stems? It's more of just, like, you know, like, my homie over here from here. Like, yo, bro, like, send me some shit you're working on that you're like, yeah. you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'll just, I'll base it off of that. And, like, I'm very good with, yeah, that's what I'm doing with, like, my boy B-Juice. We talked about, like, a project that he's working on. And he loves my intros. Like he loves how I how theatrical I bring stuff in. And like I saw, I heard like a drop that he had where like I knew I could bring in like a dark like triple underneath like his quarter notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, bro, this intro has nothing to, like it's bare bones. I'm like, let me. I'm like, send me the stems. I will build the fuck out of this intro. And I already have an idea of how bringing like how to bring my sound into the drop. I like working off of other people because, like, you know, like working off other people's projects is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it, I, I it is. On, yeah. Like, that was, this is the first time I'm on the receiving end of stems. Like, the last time I sent my stuff out. Yeah. But, like, yeah, being on the receiving end of a collab is like, oh, dude, I'm going to take this and go crazy. One of the things I definitely wanted to ask you is like, are you always willing to try other genres? I've done, like, so I'm not from Florida. Mm -hmm. I'm, from right. Northwest, I'm, I'm from Northwest Indiana, the Chicagoland area. And I had, uh, there was like a group of like dudes from the town over from me that started like, like making like raps and like, you know, like rapping and like stuff yeah. like that, making like, like melodic, even like just like good music. They were called Loudmouth Entertainment. Shout out Loudmouth from that. Oh. Oh. I'll, I'll plug them on this video. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. And my boy Damon. My boy Damon makes music, dude. He's talented, crazy voice on him. So like when I first moved down here and started producing and stuff, like he was like, he's like, bro, I seen you been making all these crazy ass beats and stuff like that. Cause he really doesn't know what, like they don't really know what dubstep is out there. Mm -hmm. It's like, you making crazy ass beats, with all these like sounds and shit, bro. He's like, he's like, dude, would you be down to like remix one of my tracks? I was like, yeah. And like he, he went from like rapping to like doing this whole like melodic wave shit. Mm -hmm. So he sent me a couple of his melodic tracks and I ended up making like a house track out of his melodic vocals and stuff. Yo. 
Yeah, and it's low-key a slapper, but, like, I've just never, like, showed anyone. I House music is fun, dude. I, like, I went to space for the first time last weekend. I've oh, really? My, I've lived in South Florida for four years. I've never been to Club that, Space. You've never been to space before. I, so I went, I went one time before I was 21, and it was for a dubstep show. Oh, damn. So that was the good weekend, days. I went last weekend for AC Slater. Oh, okay. wow. It was, it was a fucking party, bro. Like... I like I liked house music before and stuff like that. I I respected it, but like after that night, dude, I'm like, damn, like I may have to make an alias. Like house music, <laughs> is fun, dude. yeah. So like I would be down to make some house music, you know. Like I fuck with it. All right. I don't know. I don't know if I. It would take me some time. Like if I were to dive into like the deep dub, like down tempo shit, I wouldn't want to really do that until like I really mastered the sound design behind it because yeah. it's totally a different like. It's yeah, a total that, different sound design. Yeah, that's a ball game. That's a whole different league. Yeah. Like, I could make house music right now, but, like, to make good deep dub compared to, like, what I make now. Mid-tempo like, and shit. Yeah. yeah. It, would be, it would take a long time to have to relearn sound design for all of that. And that, that was, like, the next question I was, like, gonna ask you. In regards to sound designing, do you believe, as a producer, is it a luxury or a necessity? Oh, that's interesting. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. No, so like I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like mention names, but I have a couple people who have been very, very successful in the dubstep scene. Mm. And like I've like, you know, I've been like at, I've asked them for lessons or whatever, like, you know, just feedback. They give me feedback all the time, like a couple close, like very close people to me. I was like, dude, like, how do you make these? And like, like one of like the biggest, like one of my biggest homies, like, and also one of my most successful homies, he's like, dude, you want to be honest? 80% of the sounds you hear, you can learn to post post processing can beat sound design. If you know how to properly post process. Yes. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking, dude, I would love to know how to like create sounds as much as I want to, like whatever I want, like have it in my mind and know how to work you know, like a fucking VST like that. Mm. Yeah, no, like, honestly, I believe, Reset. like, I always like, I, I, I always like to have, like, at least, like, one patch of my own mm -hmm. from, like, Serum or Faceplant. I'm learning Faceplant right now. To good luck. I use Faceplant face a lot for, like, my ambiances and, like, my background, like, no, like, nature, like, noises and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm finally, like, starting to make, like, cool shit on there, too. I always like to have, like, at least one of my own sounds layered in with all of my resamples and shit like that. And like, if you think about it, resampling is technically like you're creating your own sound. It's, it is sound designing is, at the end of the day. It is sound design. Absolutely. So yeah, like I don't think you have to have six base layers and they all be written yourself on serum. You know, if you can take something and like, you know, expand it and warp it and fucking make it your own. Yeah. That's sound design, bro. Like sound absolutely. design is not just making shit on serum thank you yes <laughs> yeah. yes and that's how i've yeah like that's how I've a lot more a lot more than like most people know like most people like a lot of big artists and stuff like that like it just all it takes is a couple you know like resampling it's it's a beautiful thing dude. absolutely and it's like the most easiest thing to do the most funnest way to create sound to make your sound unique Yeah, and yeah, thank you. you I was going to get to that. Yeah. Like, there's like, you and me can have the same sample, 
the same yeah, sample. I put my chain on it, my post-processing rack on it. You'll never understand. You'll never know that I didn't. Yeah. And and it, and if I do my shit, it's gonna sound way different than what your I, shit is. And it came from that same sample that you and me have. Exactly. And we like, both can have not, two different things. Yeah. It's like just as long as you're not just EQing out the like low ends and just like keep yeah. it. Yeah. Like, nah, dude, like post processing is sound design. Yes. Like, nah, I'm glad we're on the same page on that. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm a big advocate of resampling. Yeah, kind of like I was so like worried about like I'm like, dude, like I know how to make bases and stuff, but they're not the bases I want. Right. And I'm like, and I was over here making crazy sounds on post processing other samples just to get inspiration. And like one of my boys, like big, like way bigger than I am. Like he's like kind of like not a mentor, but like I've always looked up to him. He's a mm. homie though. He was like, bro, like if you're making cool shit and it doesn't sound like anyone else's, it doesn't fucking matter where it came from. I agree. And like, yeah, like, dude, it doesn't matter if your shit's 16 bar, eight bar. Like, if it comes in at the 32 bar on the drop, if it sounds good, it sounds fucking good. It doesn't matter if it builds this structure that everyone else has. Right. It's funny because Ten Graph said the same thing to me in the interview. Like, he dude, said, he's, dude, he's he's the guy. I, I love Ten Graphs, bro. Yeah, bro. I've been listening to his shit for so long. Mark is an amazing human being. Yeah. Shout out to him. He, yeah, we, no, he and I have another another interview coming up again. You know, a yeah, third no, one, which is like me and, him, me and him are mutuals on social media and stuff. Like we've talked. Like, yeah, there's big dude. Huge respect out to Ten Graphs. Absolutely. And dude, you learn a lot from him. Like you learn a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's dude. One of like when I first got into like this real dark, deep, like heavy, angry shit. Yeah. It was like him and like Code Pandorum and shit like that. Like, you know, like that's where I really found my inspiration for like this dark, heavy shit that I'm making. That's freaking dope, man. And I and I love, you know, having that conversation with him and his ideas are behind it. And so and his music is just like Dude, holy he's, he's fuck. a true like music theorist. Like he yeah. he knows music theory. He's crazy, dude. Yeah, and it's funny that some of the songs that he has told me before, like, it's like, oh, yeah, you knew, you would have never known that I, this song came from another song. It yeah. Came, because it came from a sample. You, you just didn't realize it. I'm exactly. like, I'm like, damn, bro, that's how fucking good you are. Yeah. Like, no, shit. that man is insane. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So let me ask you, like, why is it that you choose your artist name, Doug? <laughs> Oh, this is a funny story, actually. Go. Okay, so the creator of Doug. Doug was D-O-U-G back in high school. Duh, like Dougie. It was my, it was my drunk alter ego in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like, okay, I'm going to tell you the whole story. Oh, let's go. I can't go. Part anymore because I was 16 at the time. We all used to get, I was friends with like a, like kids older than me all mm. through high school and stuff like that. So, like, I started smoking weed, like, freshman year. And, like, they'd all been smoking for, like, three years now, whatever. Yeah. We would always, like, every time when I first started smoking, we would smoke on my homie's back porch. We'd go down to his basement, start playing pool, listening to music. As soon as I would get high, I would go sit on his futon in the basement while they were playing pool and pass out what? immediately. I would fall asleep because I was like, I was a little, you know, I was young. I was, yeah. I was smoking weed, so I would fall asleep. And one day, it happened like, yeah, we got high, same shit. We go down to the basement. I, pi I pass out on the couch. 
our homie Dan, my buddy Dan Fleming, he comes downstairs like to hang out with everyone, like shows up. He shows up. He's like, yo, like, where's Ben? They're like, because my real name is Ben. Yeah, obviously. I, I'm sure you know that, but I'm not, no, I'm not sure if everyone else knows that. Right. He was like, yo, where's Ben? He's like, yo, he's fucking passed out on the couch again. He's <laughs> like, we've been trying to wake him up for fucking hours. Like, he's not budging. He's like, all right, hang on. I got him. Dude, he comes up to me, like, laying, gets in my face like this. He's like, Doug, wake up. There's a fire. Like, screams. I've never been called Doug before in my life. He says, Doug, wake up. There's a fire. I wake up and I immediately I answer to it and start like freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? And ever since then, Doug was my alter ego in high school for being like, <laughs> you know, like, you get drunk or whatever. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was, tough. and then like I had, so when I moved down to Florida, I started making music and all this stuff. And like, it came time for me to find my name. One of my best friends from back home moved to Tampa like two years before I did. And so, like, she's, like, still, like, my best friend to date. Like, we've known each other since kindergarten. And she, we were sitting in my room after the Funk Case show. Or, no, it was the week before, I think. One of these. Like, somewhere around there. Actually, yeah, no, it was before the Funk Case show because we had to figure out what to call me. Mm. And I was, like, bro, I was thinking all these, like, these stupid-ass, like, dumb names and shit. And then I, like, I'm, like, all right, bro. Like, I'm stressed. Like, I'm, like, I'm going to go take a shower real quick. I'll be back. And like, I come back into the room and they're all staring at me. I'm like, what? They're like, we got it. I'm like, what? They're like, Doug, lame as fuck. D-O-U-G. She's like, no, D-U-G. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's just kind of hard, Doug. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, that kind of works. Like, Doug, like, like, Doug, your grave type shit. Like, oh, you know, oh, like, like, Doug, like, yeah. I, yeah, there's a whole thing coming out with my name. Don't worry, bro. Like, the marketing behind it's gonna, yeah, like, I have, but yeah, Tatum Gleason, my best fucking friend. I love you. She's the one that came up with Doug. My be- yeah, my friend Dan Fleming made up made it up in high school, but Tatum Gleason is the reason that I am D-U-G. D-U-G. Shout yeah. out to her, man. Shout yeah, out. Shout out. I love her, dude. My my day one. After and through anything, bro, we'll always be there for each other. That's what's up, man. I'm so happy to hear that and happy to hear the story about it, man. Yeah, dude. It's a funny story. I mean, it's not as like everyone else, it's like, oh, you know, like. Oh, I got this from like this word means this in like the Greek like Bible or like whatever, you know. Like- oh, bro. <laughs> I, I kept I, I'm going to keep it real with you, man. The name Wolfson came from the Wolfson campus in Miami Day College. Hell yeah, bro. Exactly. It's something about your past, dude. I fuck with that. Yeah. Like, like, so- like, oh, it's like a Greek term for this word. And like, this means like finding light in this. I'm like, dude, mine's just my drunk alter ego from yeah, high school. Yeah, mine and, is. And D-U-G sounds cooler than D-O-U-G. I, mine, because I, I was on my way to go to space. And then I saw the sign says Miami Day College Wolfson Campus. I'm like, damn, that's a fire song name. That's a yeah. fire name. I love it. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. What if I switch the F for a V and an yeah. O with a U? And it's yeah. like the wolf. And then you got the sun as a like daylight sun. Yeah. No, dude, that's hard. I, yeah. That's genius. Why not? Why it's not? So, so simple. It works, though. Yeah, yes. That's, that's exactly how mine came about. Yeah. <laughs> those are the those are the best times when you came up with the best ways instead of finding like I need to have a better reason to it. Like, no, nah, no, nah, it's those, you yeah, know, like, those drunken times. Hard, like, oh, excision or like, you know, like, no, like it's like, it sounds cool. Like, yeah. yeah. 
it's that's yeah like no like but it has meaning behind it that's yeah, why yeah. I, I fuck with doug i almost i almost actually rebranded oh really I, yeah when i first started making like a lot of like heavier shit like like my tear out and stuff like that like i almost rebranded i may still keep the name future events so i'm not gonna say what it is just to keep it a secret okay so, yeah, yeah keep I, it I keep almost, it a buck yeah i almost did lose i almost thought about like scrapping doug but like at the same time, I don't think I could ever leave it. You know, like this is my name. It's like every single everyone yeah. knows Doug is. Like everyone who knows me calls me Doug. Most some of the people I meet don't even know my real name. Like they think my real name is D O U G. They call me Doug. <laughs> they think that's my name. <laughs> it's like Doug. My name is Benjamin. Doug. Like it's just yeah no no definitely keep it keep like, it the I've name. People for like six months, like more than like six months over a year. And then, like, I like this. Someone will call me Ben, and they're like, What? I'm like, Bro, this, Doug isn't my name. They're like, Bro, I've known you for a year, and your name isn't Doug. I'm like, Yeah, like, it's just, it's who I am down here at this point. You know, like, everyone calls me Doug. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, you established yourself as a Floridian here, man. So now you're Doug from here, from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I am a Floridian now. Yeah. I got so, what has been your greatest accomplishment up to this point? I don't know. I'd have to say like three of them come to mind to me. Okay. Yeah. So the first one was my residency with Treehouse. Playing like, dude, I was direct support for Mode Step, Murata. Shout out to the homies, Monks, Mode Step. Yeah, Mode dude, one of my biggest icons. I love that man. Josh he and came Pat? Out, yeah, he, dude. Yeah. Mode Step came out during my set. Like I was direct support for him. He came out like 15 minutes early to like vibe with me, like and listen to my set. Like had his arm around me going ham for my shit. And I like, dude, like that was like one of those times I'll never forget. Josh is yeah, a great like, person. The man. residency at Treehouse, dude, they gave me the opportunity to play and like be direct support and open for so many of my idols. Like it's unreal. And then the second one is definitely both times I've played Forbidden Kingdom. First year, for, like I played Fire. the second year of FK. I played the Silent Disco. Then this to moving up to this year playing on top of a fucking fire breathing dragon fire and then the third one's gotta be having one of my unreleased tracks being played at base ops in Colorado. Let's go. When he told me he was rinsing my track there and like told me like it was snapped and it popped off in the crowd and shit like that, like bro, I there's I haven't I haven't felt a feeling like that besides playing live, like you know, like. That was unreal for me. So yeah, those are, those have got to be them. That's fire, man. Before we wrap up with this one last question that I got for you, I I give this opportunity to a lot of people that everyone to everybody. I just recently started doing this. Um, I give this opportunity to like, if you guys got a question about me or have something particular that you want to know, like. You know, I'm an open book about it. If there's like a question about the industry or something that you wish to know or, or yes, that you I hope that you know about this or do you know how to, how to do this or what should I do about this and that, 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 I give this opportunity to give my interviews so like, do you have a question about me that I can help you answer and maybe guide you a little bit? Is there something yeah. in particular that you have that you want to ask me? Honestly, dude, like talking with you as much as I have, like, 
I feel like I'm already like flooded with knowledge that you just naturally bring to me when we talk. Oh, like everything you. we've talked about, like on all, all day, like yeah. you, I, I like you've answered every question I could even think of right now. Like I, I want to say, okay, I'll take this time to say thank you, bro. Thank you for having me out, and thank you for always being that like knowledgeable person that like you've already guided me so much through these last two times we talked. Like, dude, I. I couldn't even think of another question that I have. Like you've already given me so much like insight on everything. And I, I thank dope. you for it. Dude. No, thank you, man. Thank you for taking your time and have a conversation with me, man. And of you course, know that time. you know that the ends are are more than welcome for you to hit me up with questions. It was like, yo, Wilson, you think this is right? Or yo, what what do you think about this and that? And I'm I'll be able to answer all of that, man. So, of course, bro. I appreciate it. Of course. So we'll wrap it up with this last question and we can end this with a high note. Let's do it. Let's say that you're walking down the street and all of a sudden a UFO pops out of nowhere and they say, yo, Doug, we need your help because you and only you can help us out with our shit, man. And you'll be like, all right, though, let's do this. He's like, yo, yeah. but before we do, before you leave, just so you know, we don't know how long it's going to be for you to be out. Here's a piece of paper. Write three pieces of advice that you give to someone. What are those three pieces of advice? Number one, mm. things aren't always as bad as they seem. Mm. I've never heard that one. That's that's in, in the moment. Things may seem like they suck, and you don't know what to do. Yeah, you know? like I yeah, I've I've done a lot of irrational shit in my life because of the way I've like my mindset over things I've been going through and stuff. When I look back on it, I'm like, how the fuck am I even still here, you know? Right. So things are not as always bad as they seem. Number two, tell your family and your friends as you love. I've, lo I've lost a lot of friends and a lot of family in the last, even even the last year or two. Like people, like I've moved, even people from like my, some of my best friends from back home that I just didn't really get to stay in touch with enough, you know, when I moved down here. Yeah. And then I wake up one day and find out that they, they, whatever happened to them, they're not here anymore. Whether they did it themselves or something happened. So just remind the people around you that you love them is number two. And number three is do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Fuck whoever says what about you. If you're happy, do whatever the fuck makes you happy, bro. When I first moved down here, I got so much hate from people from my hometown when I was like, first got into this music and tried to start making shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, like I had people like subtweeting me, you know, like talking, like making jokes about like me trying to make a music career and shit. And like now, you know, like and I'm somewhat established, like it's all kind of dissolved. And like now there's more people from my hometown supporting me than there are hating. But back in the day, mm. those people that were hating, they don't, I don't hear from them no more. I don't yeah. see no hate no more. But yeah, and then so on top of that, thank, I thank the fuck out of everyone from my hometown that I grew up with in high school and shit like that, that still stay in touch with me and support me, even though I haven't seen y'all in three, four or five years, bro. Like that shit means the world to me. Like people that I grew up with in high school and shit like that, that I haven't seen in four plus years are still supporting my music and like commenting and liking all my shit, you know, like that's right. what it's all about, dude. Those are the real ones. And I love the fuck out of every single one of you. That's dope, man. That's yeah. all. I, yeah, that's all I got to say about it, dude. Yeah. And Those that's perfect, man. Those are very perfect things, man. And it's very unique and different. I've, and the explanation behind it, man, we couldn't, I couldn't not agree more to it, man. 
I appreciate you, Doug. No, I appreciate you for coming over to the show, man. Thank you very much for this, man. And you know you're a friend of the show, so whenever you feel like you want to kick it with me again, let's schedule it and let's do it again, man. Anytime, bro. I'm right here. I'm always here. For sure, man. Before we leave, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you and what they can expect from you. All right, yo, this is Doug signing off. You can follow my Twitter at Doug Official. My Instagram is this is not D-U-G. My SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash Doug Official. I'm going to be dropping a track actually on Thursday. So stay, stay on the lookout for that. I love y'all. Thank you so much for having me out, guys. Let's do this, man. Thank you, Doug, for coming over to the show, guys. And thank you very much for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode or brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And of course, the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast. Yo, oh. one more thing. One more thing. If you want to buy some Doug merch, baby. Oh, oh. Buy some Doug merch. Oh, let's go. Let's DMs. go. In my DMs. Brand new shit. It just came out like last month before FK. Hit up, hit up Doug's DMs, man. If you're looking for some new Doug merch, hit up his DMs right now. Murder music on the front. And we got we got the skull circle on the back. Oh shit, that's what sucked. Oh yeah, no, we going all in with this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, we got we got hoodies, we got crop tops, we got everything, we got socks even. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got, I got Doug socks, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dog. I love you. I'll see you next time, dog. I appreciate everything you do. Of course, man. Have a good night, my man. And guys, comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experience. If you got something safe for me, a specific topic you want me to cover, you want Doug to cover, please let us know in the comments down below. And we'll try to get to it on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah!